Welcome to the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you get financial independence, quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job, by investing in real estate so you never, ever have to work a job again. And today, we're going to be looking at the economy, the real estate market, how inflation and interest and everything is going to work for us as investors to make a lot of money when a lot of people are hurting and how you can profit from the next recession. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, what's up, guys? Dustin Heiner with Master Passive Income. I am super pumped to be sharing with you what I'm seeing in the economy, in the real estate market, and what I am doing to prepare myself for an amazing time to be an investor. Now, I started investing back in 2006. It's looking like the very same thing of what happened back then, and it's gonna happen again. I see potential crash, if not a correction, definitely a correction is gonna happen in the market, but also the overall economy is actually gonna be taking a turn, it looks like. There's so many things we gotta talk about. Everything from interest rates being very, very high comparatively, Whereas also you have inflation, inflation's t year after year from 10% to 9%. Now they're saying it's 3%. Federal Reserve coming out saying that they're going to pause rate hiking or increasing the interest rates. But at the same time, they might also continue it on in the future. We're also seeing job losses. And on top of that, banks are closing. It's going to be crazy what's going to be happening. And on top of all of this, you and me as real estate investors, we are entering the best time ever to invest in real estate. And I want you to prepare. That's why I want to bring on this episode where I'm going to be sharing with you what I'm seeing and how I am prepared for the real estate crash, if not correction, coming here in the next six months to maybe a year. And you know what? There are some crazy things in history that repeat themselves. I love the quote that history does repeat itself. If you are a student of history long enough, or if you remember long enough back for things, and if you also look back at things that has happened in the past, more than likely it's going to happen again. Now, back in 2008, when we had the first crash, the real estate market crash, as well as the entire economy, I remember when there was so little money going around, meaning people weren't spending money. People were not traveling. They weren't going to on vacations. Hotels were about to go bankrupt. But this was the best time ever to invest in real estate. I absolutely, in 2008, bought as many houses as I could to invest in real estate. But I didn't. I wasn't really prepared. I didn't know exactly what I was doing. Now, well, fast forward, what, 12 years later, 15 years later, I'm super pumped that now I am ready. And I want you guys to be ready as well. Okay, so what am I seeing in the real estate market and the economy overall? Well, we know that year over year for the last, I don't know, three, four years, Inflation has been very, very high. With inflation comes higher prices. Higher prices mean people have less money. It's hurting the overall economy. With inflation, right now, Federal Reserve said that the inflation rate is about 3.5%, maybe a little above that. But last year, in 2022, it was 10%, 9 to 10%, if not higher than that. What's also a very crazy thing is the Federal Reserve even changed what they look at and put into the inflation data. Now, back 30, 40 years ago, they looked at everything and counted for inflation. 
And what the Federal Reserve did was they took out a lot of different criteria that they used to account for, and now they only account for just a portion of these things. Now, in looking at inflation, I personally see my money not going nearly as far as it had been. And so year over year, it's been up eight, nine, maybe even 10%. And with that, you think about year after year going up 10%, well, 2020 going up 10%. Then 21, going up 10%, 22, going up 10%. Now they're saying it's like 35 to 5% now in 2023, but that is 35% inflation. I can see that in my food bill, how prices are so high. I have four kids and my wife and I are blessed to have a fifth child on the way, Lord willing, the baby will be healthy and everything will be fine. And with that, food is so expensive now. So that is inflation. Inflation is making it so that people have less money to spend everywhere else. So the economy is going to start slowing down. It's called the velocity of money. Velocity of money, how much money moves from one person to another. Like, let's say you have a job and then you go to a restaurant and you have dinner there. Well, you pay, let's say $100 now, because that's more than likely you won't be able to get much without $100 at dinner. And then that money, let's say you pay your server and the owner of the, the company, the restaurant. Then that server takes that money and that tip and they go and put gas in their car. Well, that moved, that money moved from your employer to you, to this server, and that server to the gas station. Now the gas station now needs to go and spend more money on buying inventory or they're using it to buy milk for their kids. Well, that's moving around. Well, when the economy gets bad, money does not move. The velocity of money slows down so much that it rarely hurts the economy. And there's potential even deflation because there's so little money going on. The demand is not there. Supply is still there, but the demand is not because people are losing money. And so what they're looking at now is the inflation is actually causing the economy to come down. In fact, the Federal Reserve tells us from the very beginning, they're saying our goal to increase interest rates is to make sure that the economy slows down. Inflation is too much. We want to bring inflation down. Now, the Federal Reserve, how they do it is they increase the interest rates or they lower the interest rates. That's really the only tool outside of printing money, which is another thing. The Federal Reserve, our government, and the Federal Reserve, which is not a government organization, the Federal Reserve is actually just a bunch of banks that got together that control our money supply. What they've done since 2008 is literally printed money. Just imagine you're playing Monopoly with your family and you're playing Monopoly and you are realizing, man, I'm running out of money. Well, let me just dip into the bank and pull money out of the bank. And it's not my account. I'm literally going to somebody else's bank, pulling that money out and then putting it in my pocket. That's basically printing money. Now it's called counterfeit. If you or I did that in real life, but the Federal Reserve literally does that. They print it out Actually, no, I take that back. They don't even physically print the paper anymore. They used to have to print the paper and then give it to us, regular people. But now what they do is they literally, with a computer, make a change, a transaction that sends it over to their, I would say, probably rich people that they know, give them all the money because the money goes into the economy. But does it go to your pocket or my pocket? No, not really. It doesn't. But it gets in the economy. Since 2008, the Federal Reserve has printed trillions and trillions of dollars. At one point, they were printing billions of dollars every single month. Now, if you look at the debt that the United States has, it is astronomical. In fact, I remember just like, what, 10 years ago, I remember it was hitting $16 trillion. Like, oh, no, it's hitting $16 trillion. Well, guess what? 
Now we're at literally 33, if not $34 trillion in debt. Now here's what's another thing outside of the printing of money. The interest rates. Interest rates right now are going up. And the reason why the Federal Reserve is actually making sure that the interest rate go up is because that helps them to bring the economy back down rather than having lots of inflation. Well, guess what? Interest rates go up. With those interest rates go up, if you buy a house for $200,000 and you get an 8% interest rate, then your payment's gonna be around $2,000, maybe $2,200 a month. If you have a 3% interest rate, which is much lower, you're probably gonna have a $1,500, $1,400 a month payment. That's why prices skyrocketed in the last two or three years because interest rates were so low and people were clamoring to buy properties. Now think about the US debt, $33 trillion in debt. Well, that debt has an interest rate. If that interest rate goes up, if we have to pay a lot of money in interest, then all of our money, instead of going to pay down the principal, like if you have a credit card, you're gonna try to pay down the principal so you don't keep incurring interest. Well, right now, our government is now spending so much money that we're going trillions of dollars into debt every single year. And with that, all the taxes that are being taken from the normal everyday citizens is not even gonna be covering the interest as it keeps going higher and higher. So pretty soon, the interest payment is going to just take over all of the money that is taken from us ordinary citizens as tax dollars. So that's another thing that's gonna be hindering us in the economy. On top of that, there has now recently been banks that have closed and the list of failed banks for 2023 is starting to grow. In fact, just this last Saturday, we literally had a bank go under. Citizens Bank of Iowa literally was taken over by the FDIC. We have other banks in 2023. Heartland Tri-State Bank in Kansas, First Republic Bank in San Francisco, Signature Bank in New York, Silicon Valley Bank in Santa Clara, California. These are big banks that are now going under. And there's an interesting stat that I have been finding. So I found this and I just like, I'm blown away. And we know history repeats itself. Now, if you look at the bank failures since 2009, in 2009, there's 140 bank failures, 2010, 157, 2011, 92, then 2012, 51. So it started going back down where in 2018, there were zero bank failures. 2019, there were four, 2020, there were four, 2021 and 2022, there were zero. But now 2023, we have five banks that have literally just closed. And here is an FDIC chart. So this FDIC chart is absolutely amazing when you look at history. So I don't know exactly what this means because they don't have a lot of information on this. But if you're looking at this chart, and if you're listening to this on the podcast, definitely check out the YouTube channel where I will show you this chart on there as well. And so in this chart, we're looking at the bank failures in summary from 2001 all the way to 2023. Now in this, it's showing that history is absolutely repeating itself. Just like in 2021 and 2022, zero banks failed. 2005, 2006, zero banks failed as well. In 2007, three banks failed. Then you had 2023, five banks failed. Well, you say, well, Dustin, what does that matter? There's a line that literally skyrockets before you see all of these banks fail. So in 2008, we see that there were 25 banks that failed. The line for total assets went from zero, jumped all the way up to 373,589 in millions. So that's millions of dollars. And then it's a lagging effect. The next year, remember 2008 was 25 banks failed, 373 
thousand millions dollars. Then 2009, right after the crash, 141 banks failed. So you see a skyrocketing of this red line. And same thing, it's delayed after the total assets in millions. So look at this chart. It's showing the exact same thing in 2022. In 2022, we had zero banks failed, zero assets in total assets. In 2023, it goes from five banks all the way to 548,705 in millions that are total assets. So it's repeating the exact same chart. Now we're going to see what it's going to look like next year. But if history does repeat itself, it looks like right now we have five banks that failed. Next year, we might have 35. And then the following year, we might have 200 banks if it still follows the same exact pattern. Now that's a lot if you're listening to this, but you're looking at this chart. I want you to see how this chart is actually showing you that the history is going to repeat itself. And the Associated Press, AP, just put on an article. It says, Federal Reserve leaves its key rates unchanged, but keeps open possibility of future rate hikes. Now, what I'm seeing in the economy and in the real estate investor market, and I want to pause for a quick second and share that honestly, I really want you to invest in real estate. Now, my new goal is to help 1 million people invest in real estate. So two things I would ask from you. Number one, if you get anything out of this episode, please share it with somebody else. Just say, hey, you know, check out Dustin and Master Passive Income. He really wants to help a million people to invest in real estate. That's number one. Number two, I want to get you to invest in real estate get my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. Rental to 33777. I'll literally give you my course, show you how to find an area of the country to invest, how to build the business first. You know, I always talk about that and how to find the right properties, how to make sure you're getting experts to do the work for you and scale the business to where you're making $250 or more in passive income, scale it to quit your job, I'll literally get to you or go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Obviously, it'll be in the description, but I really, really want you to invest in real estate because the more that actual normal everyday people own real estate that are good landlords, the better everybody's life gets. What I'm saying, prices are staying high for real estate in general. They're staying high because sellers are nostalgic, very nostalgic thinking, man, a year ago, I could have got this price. So they hold on and realtors uh, sadly, realtors, they really want to get a lot of money. So they say, no, hold on, you'll get that. Just hold on a little longer, which is sadly, it's going to eventually crumb down. Now, the Federal Reserve literally said that they want to break the back of the real estate market because prices are so high, they want interest rates to come down. In doing that, they're going to bring prices down. Now, I've personally been seeing prices come down dramatically in the last, let's say, six months to a year. And now real estate prices from the all-time high, I think it was in 2023, early 2023, it's now come down at least 15, if not 20%. In my hometown in Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona, prices have already come down 20% from the all-time high. And this is just the start. Now, another big thing you need to be thinking about when it comes to real estate investing. There is supply and demand, and you have realtors that always love talking about supply. Oh, the supply is low, the supply is low, so prices are going to stay high. They're not realizing about demand. There's no demand because interest rates are high purposefully by the Federal Reserve. Now, the Federal Reserve does not do mortgage rates. What they do is bank-to-bank -bank interest rates, which then corresponds to mortgage rates, and those are changed by the banks individually. So now what's going to happen is prices of homes are going to come down. I hear some people on Instagram, some quote-unquote, uh, you know, uh, celebrity influencers, real estate investor guys are saying, oh, prices will never come down. 
Well, they said that. Like, I literally invested in 2008. They were saying that all the time. You better buy now or you will never buy because prices are going to keep going up. Well, that was sure wrong. And it's going to, my opinion, it's going to be wrong. Again, it's getting worse and worse. Now, there's another big thing that's going on is people are starting to have problems paying off their car loans. In a New York Post article, it says credit cards and car loan defaults hit a 10-year high as inflation squeezes families. What it's saying is these defaults, people are defaulting on their loans, and these defaults are actively cars or credit cards. They're not making their payments, which sadly, it's actually going to make it so that the economy gets even worse because you're going to have cars being repoed. I know that back when in 2020, 2021, the used market for cars, buying a used car was so ridiculously expensive. In fact, if you wanted to buy a car, you could buy it in 2020 and then sell it for like 20% more in 2022. Now it's actually changing. Prices are coming down because interest rates are so high. The demand is so low. But you also had people spending 60, 70, and $80,000 for a vehicle, which is just mind blowing. Like I am, I was blown away at people spending that money. Now, hopefully they have the money and they're not going to actually have to get their car repossessed, but it's not looking like that. In last 10 years, this is the most default rate on credit cards and car loans. What does that mean? That actually means that people are not having enough money in their pockets to be able to afford these high payments and their credit cards. In fact, another interesting thing is all-time saving rates actually kind of went up in 2020 because people were not traveling. They weren't spending a lot of money. They were staying at home. With that, their savings went up. And the government gave us a little chump change, like, what, I don't know, what, 1400 bucks uh, per family or something like that. Well, that's a little chump change that they put in their savings. But now that is actually gone. People and families are now going into debt because they do not have enough money. Now they're still living on their savings. And now they've been living on their credit cards. And with that living on their credit cards, they're not even able to now make their credit card payments, and they're not able to make their car payments. So if you're going to be buying a car in the next year, you're probably going to be seeing a lot of cars coming on the market. I'm super pumped. My daughter's going to be driving age, and so I'm going to be able to buy a car. But with that, it's very, very sad that if you're not ready, and this is where I want to get into, if you're a real estate investor, you absolutely need to be ready because it's going to be the best time ever to invest in real estate. What I mean is, Interest rates are going to be high and remain high. In fact, the Federal Reserve about a year ago said they would want to start lowering rates about this time. So 2022, they said that about 2023. Well, they said no. In fact, we might even continue to raise the rates because we still see a lot of growth in the economy. In fact, some other interesting things in the stock market, which I don't play in the stock market, I, at least I don't know what I'm doing, so I hire somebody else that actually tells me when to trade, when they're trading, and I make a lot of money because I hire them. They fast track my success, just like we do here at Master Passive Income. We fast track our students' success by showing them how to do it right, how to make sure that they're not screwing up. And so I pay another guy who's fantastic at picking stocks. We've made like 20% in the last year because stocks go up and stocks go down and stocks go sideways. But we make money all the time because he shows me how to do it. Same thing with my students. If the market goes up 
If the market goes down or if the market goes sideways, we still make money because we invest for passive income. We invest for cash flow. Now, what I've seen in the market for the last six months, I've been shorting the market and I've been making a lot of money. And just recently, Google just crashed in price. Like it went, came down, I think like 10%. And for a trillions of dollars company to come down like that has is very, very bad. Same thing with Apple and lots of these other companies. We are now shorting the market and we have been for the last six months and we're making a lot of money. Now you will see a blip where it'll come back up. They're called buy the dippers. It's gonna dip down and they're gonna buy saying, oh, it's a great time to buy. It's gonna be another bear market where it's gonna keep going up or bull, sorry, bull market. It's gonna be another bull market where it's gonna keep going up but it's a false flag where it's actually gonna be a bear market. Now, here is where you, as a real estate investor, need to be ready. Now, I personally believe you need to have a couple things. Number one, knowledge. Knowledge, get my free real estate investing course. If you text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. Rental to 33777. I'll literally give you my free course completely for free, show you how to build a business, do everything right. That's number one, is education. You need to get that. You need to be ready to invest. Number two, you need to have access to capital. I'll be really straightforward and tell you, and I don't really talk about my investing here on the channel, but at the same time, I'm gonna show you a little bit what I'm doing. I'm doing two things. I just got a home equity line of credit. This home equity line of credit is phenomenal. Couple hundred thousand dollars in home equity line. And with that, I have access to that money. I'm not paying any interest on this home equity line of credit unless I'm using it just like a credit card. Well, I will use that home equity line of credit to buy a house in cash, refinance it once it's rented, then pay off my home equity line of credit and then have a property that is actually making me money and paying off this home equity line of credit. So that's one thing. Another thing that I'm doing is I am actively investing. If you are not, this is the third thing. If you're not actively investing, you know, education, number one, access to capital, like if you have savings, your 401k, private money, like you need to have access to money to be able to buy your properties education, access to capital, then you need to be actively investing. Now, I personally started investing in St. Louis. That's where RubeCon, the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference is gonna be next year. Super pumped about this location and the city is fantastic. So I started investing in St. Louis. What I did was, I actually worked with a great company called REI Print Mail. They're literally sending out thousands and thousands of direct mail for me and I'm getting calls all the time for people off-market deals, not realtors, not wholesalers. Like literally, these are sellers saying, I wanna sell my house, can I sell it to you? We work out the price and then eventually I buy it from them. So I'm doing two things. I am, I have access to capital in my home equity credit and I also have now my letters going out. I have deals coming in, deal flow. So we need education number one, get my free course. You can even go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course, get that course. You need to also have access to capital, get access to capital. Then you need to already be investing so that you are actively making money. And you also need to build the business to make sure you're doing it right. Now, all these things, I'll literally show you how to do all this stuff, but this is what's coming in the market. If you're ready, like I am, you're gonna be seeing the best time ever and you're gonna be buying countless properties. In fact, lots of my students are buying lots of properties right now because homes are sitting on the market longer. If they're sitting on the market longer, sellers think I really have to get rid of this property. And my students, we come in with a lower offer that fits our business model where we make money and passive income every single month. $250 or more, 
and then we buy those properties. In fact, recently, one of our students, Teresa, she literally bought two homes in two different cities, and she's eight months pregnant, and she's doing it, just just started. Another fantastic student, his name's Pranith, he actually has six properties in two or three months now, because once we build a business, have access to capital, have deals coming to us, and know what we're doing, then we can invest in real estate. So this is what's, if you're ready, which you should be ready, these are the ways to be ready, you're gonna have the best time ever to invest in real estate. And if you got anything out of this video, hopefully you can share this out with somebody. Just let other people know that it's coming the best time ever to invest in real estate. And if they're ready, like you and I are, they're gonna make lots of money just like other real estate investors. All right, we'll see you guys in the next one. And that is it for today. Go ahead and get my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777, R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. You can also join my Real Estate Wealth Builders group coaching, get all my courses. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next show. See ya. See ya.